0800-200-200. Jesu Lolua. Good morning. This is your wake-up Fresh call.
It's your Feel Good Radio, Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkota, great morning to you, wherever you are listening to us from uh, today, Friday, uh, the 8th of October, 2021. Great to know you're there. Uh, joining us this week. Uh, the week started with uh, holiday. Uh, I mean, you know, the uh, October 1st holiday uh, wrapped things up last week. Uh, Monday we go back uh, to work and then there was the Teacher's Day celebration on Tuesday. Uh, so for some people, uh, it's been a start, stop week and then start all over. But uh, we're here this morning. Uh, thank you for joining us. Wally Bakar is my name. Uh, as I always say, every Friday, and it's a day we all want to ease the stress, have some fun, do whatever we do. Do it in moderation, please. If you're driving this morning or anytime today, please don't draw, don't drink. If you're drinking, well, please don't drive. And don't do that thing where, you know, there's a group of you and one is saying, well, I didn't have so much. I can't be the one to drive. Trust me. It's a bottle speaking, not necessarily the person. So you might want to be safe uh, this Friday for yourself and, of course, for your loved ones. It's time to take a look at the headlines this morning. Welcome to Freshly Pressed this Friday. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta today, Friday, the 8th of October, 2021. Wale Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there uh, this morning as we take a look at the headlines together uh, one more time this week. Remember, we do this Mondays through Fridays from 7 to 8 o'clock. Uh, in case you're joining us for the first time, I doubt it though, but in case you are joining us for the first time, lucky you, I say, because this really uh, is where to start your mornings. Uh, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. If you're using the Facebook app, all you have to do is search for Fresh FM Abelkota and you can uh, join us live. Feel free to share the videos and, of course, drop your contributions as we go on this morning. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune. Those are some of the options available to us this morning. The Premium Times as well. There's uh, the Pampishing newspapers here as well uh, with some headlines to look out for. We'll do as much as we can, as always, uh, this morning. Uh, joining me this morning, uh, making his debut on the program, actually, uh, is a colleague uh, as a broadcaster and as a public affairs analyst, Ariel Lashinyegbeyemi. He joins me this morning as we take a look at the headlines together. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Wally. How Great are you? to have you Thank in the you. studio. Thank you. Good to have you in, t- in the city, actually. I should okay. put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's my city. I'm from here. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But uh, you've been away for a while. Yeah, thank well, you. Good to have you back. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's uh, mention the headlines uh, as we do. The punch, first of. 16.39 trillion naira budget funding. Sell refineries. Moribund assets. Reduce deficit. Economists. National Assembly. Tell Buhari. Uh, that's on the punch this uh, morning. The law of the dailies with so many reports about the budget presented presented by the president yesterday. Uh, there's also chairmanship. PDP governors insist on North Neck adopt zoning report. Southeast governors elite can't decide Igbo's fate. IPOP replies Umai. There's another on the punch this morning. Abductor shoots colleague dead as Undo Amotekun closes in. Also there on the punch. IGP says no plan to reinstate this banded SAS. 
is there to look out for on the punch as well. There are some more uh, on the punch. Leadership recruitment, cause of Nigeria's setback. I'm. That's another on the punch. Oshun APC, managing misunderstanding over what local government congress. That's the state chairman of the party speaking there. We still have bullet fragments in our bodies from Zaria massacre. Elza Zaki is there on the punch as well this morning. The Nigerian Tribune, presidency zoning means nothing to Nigerians. That's the former vice president and uh, former candidate of the PDP, Atiku Abubakar, speaking. You don't understand where that is coming from. Presidency zoning means nothing to Nigerians. Atiku is on the Tribune this morning. There's a lot of politics on the dailies this morning. More or your APC groups reject zoning committee for state congress. Joesu, APA strike, federal government implements reached agreement, constitutes seven-man committee to adjust Conhes. Is there on the Nigerian Tribune as well this morning. Speaking COVID-19 now, Nigerians traveling to UK no longer need pre-departure COVID-19 test. Self-isolation, as according to the UK government, is there on the Nigerian Tribune. 1,000, oh, okay, over 1,900 Nigerian travelers found with possible false COVID-19 negative results. That's according to the chairman of the Ministerial Expert Advisory Committee on COVID Response, Professor Yewali Tomori. Uh, that's there on the Nigerian Tribune as well to look out for uh, this Friday morning. There are quite a number of uh, the headlines talking about the COVID-19 situation. Uh, also, uh, the budget presentation by the president yesterday at the National Assembly is there on a lot of the dailies. The Guardian says, budget of growth raises doubt amid high debts, low incomes. That's there on the Guardian. PDP defies decision on presidency, zones chairmanship seat to north. Is also there to look out for. Uh, there are more uh, this morning. Um, Oshibajo leaves for UN energy meeting in London. Also, there, Arnese, Pandev, Obiano, others fault FG over threat of emergency rule in Anambra. Uh, the governor was in a meeting with the president yesterday, by the way. He's on a couple of the dailies uh, this morning. Outrage as Central African Republic stun eagles in Lagos. Uh, that's on The Guardian this morning. Is on the sports pages of a lot of the dailies. Uh, the Super Eagles lost 1-0 to the Central African Republic in that game at the Slim Balogun Stadium. It's there on The Guardian. Love the dailies with that report uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Premium Times also this Friday uh, with uh, some of the headlines to look out for. The Premium Times, uh, they are still talking about some of uh, the uh, revelations from the Pandora Papers. I remember they were part of those investigations. Uh, Pandora Papers, Peter Obi reacts, tries to mislead Nigerians. That's according to the Premium Times. World Cup qualifiers, Central African Republic, stun Nigeria Super Eagles. Also there, Buhari told me he's against state of emergency in Anambra. That's the Anambra State Governor, Willie Obiano. Patients throng hospitals. A striking Nigerian doctors resume there on the Premium Times uh, as well this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Well, just uh, before we take our very first break on the program this uh, morning, the uh, pen-pushing newspapers 
Uh, they've got some headlines to look out for this morning. Quite a number of them uh, talking about uh, the presentation of the budget by the president yesterday and uh, a number of uh, other issues uh, there to look out for. We will, of course, as always, uh, take a peep into some of these stories and uh, my analysts would um, uh, talk about some of them uh, as uh, we go on this morning. But uh, United Nations tasks online publishers on panacea to stop fake news. Is there on the pen pushing newspapers uh, this morning? There's also um, a couple of others there uh, to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Ogun State new police commissioner resumes court jails fugitive son of Maina Faisal for 10 years for fraud. Buhari presents 16 trillion naira 2022 budget to National Assembly. You'll find all of those on the pen pushing newspapers this morning. Don't go anywhere. When we return, we get into some of these headlines that we've mentioned this morning. It's freshly pressed. Stay with us, please. Star five 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 star pin ash. Baba Jani, kini gon. Utu tin shiron jari. Star five 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 star pin ash. Hey, mukbe. It would be star five 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 star pin hash. Oh, Shankele number two, but a bagbenio, testa five 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 star pin hash. Lati by Lopomefa way with Obara, so you're going banis or a telire. Jack Banu are gone on Mefa Naira if a family are less like I say. Lori Bobo Wake will not go on Naira to Obara. Football when it's all your point banis or a telling you. Yeah, Jani, show some data sha. Airtel, the smartphone network. Football is here again. Football is here again. Everybody loves it. La 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 la. You said don't catch the food co fever. Who not like the tattoo? We are go shop for my niece to get correct food and hang out with my G's under one roof. This one a first of its kind for Abe Okuta. To celebrate the opening of Food Co Abe Okuta at Akionluk Bade Social Center, 8th of October. Food Co, they give us deals where sweet are Bele. Spend 10,000 naira and get 1,000 naira meal free. Plus free arcade center ticket. Ogbon get some fresh bread and one liter Coke at 499 naira 99 cup. Low 450 gram refill as 959 naira 99 cobble. Three crowns evaporated milk 160 gram as 189 naira 99 cobble. Indomie onion chicken flavor 70 gram. Binaton sandwich toaster ST801 9999 naira 99 cobble. Gewu blender DBL 819 10999 naira 99 cobble. No forget, now the 8th of October, Food Kogo land for Abel Kutua Kyolugbade Social Center. Promo runs 8th October to 17th October 2021. Terms and condition applies. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM at today, Friday, the 8th of October, 2021. Wale Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there. Uh, my analyst this morning uh, is Ariel Lashinyak Bayami. He's with me in the studio this morning, and together we're taking a look at the headlines. We did mention some of them uh, already. Well, uh, the law of the dailies uh, with uh, reports about the uh, presentation of the 2022 budget by President Muhammad Bari. Uh, to a joint session of the National Assembly yesterday, the punch says 16.39 trillion naira budget funding, sell refineries, moribund assets, reduced deficit. Economists, National Assembly, tell Buhari uh, there to look out for. Now, experts on Thursday advise the federal government to consider selling refineries and other assets behind, being used to siphon public resources 
in order to re- realize resources required to finance part of its budget deficit of 6.3 trillion naira. The advice came following uh, that by the Senate on the federal government to reduce its speed of borrowing and night deficit financing. The President, Mohamed Buhari, had said on Thursday that his administration would finance the 6.26 trillion naira deficit contained in the 2022 budget with 5 trillion naira, which is government proposed to borrow from local and foreign sources. He stated this while presenting the 2022 appropriation bill consisting a total aggregate revenue of 16.39 trillion naira before a joint session of the National Assembly. He acknowledged the fact that his government had exceeded the borrowing threshold approved by the Fiscal Responsibility Act, but insisted that certain necessities had compelled it to borrow more. He admitted that Nigerians had genuine reasons to be concerned over the rate of borrowings, but that his government was doing everything to ensure its judicious utilization in the best interest of Nigerians. The words of the president, I quote, We expect the total fiscal operations of the federal government to result in a deficit of 6.26 trillion naira. This represents 3.39% of estimated GDP, slightly above the 3% threshold set by the Fiscal Responsibility Act 2007. Countries around the world have to, of necessity, overshoot their fiscal thresholds for the economies to survive and thrive. We need to exceed this threshold considering our collective desire to continue tackling the existential security challenges facing our country. We plan to finance the deficit mainly by new borrowings totaling 5.01 trillion naira. He said the government would source 90.73 billion from privatization proceeds and another 1.16 trillion drawdowns on loans secured for specific development projects. Well, according to him, those that have expressed concerns over the borrowing are right to be concerned. However, in his words, we believe that the debt level of the federal government is still within sustainable uh, limits. Um, the rest of it is there on the punch this uh, morning. Uh, the lot of the reactions are there. The National Assembly, uh, they say they say they only approved requests for approval for domestic and external borrowings by the executive due to the urgency and importance of the projects with which the funds were to be executed. President of the Senate, Ahmed Lawan, said generating and collecting revenues had remained major challenges in Nigeria's quest for development. Uh, he said, Mr. President, the need to enhance revenue generation and collection cannot be overemphasized. The level of budget deficit is high, and both the legislature and the executive should work to reduce the deficit through the availability of more revenues. He commended the Senate announced committees on finance and the Federal Ministry of Finance, Budget, and National Planning for working together to improve the level of revenues for the government. He said, we understand that due to paucity of revenue, the federal government has to resort to raising funds from foreign and domestic sources to provide infrastructure across the country. That is why the National Assembly approved the request for borrowing. The commitment of the federal government in providing infrastructure across the country means that the funds must be raised one way or another. Government should also explore other sources of funding its projects in order to reduce borrowing. He says, well, some experts across the country have been reacting. Uh, they agreed on the need to raise more funds through means other than borrowings. Uwa Osade, a senior vice president and investment banker, uh, said depending on the size of the budget deficit, methods such as asset sales and signature bonuses could be explored, but for a smaller deficit. Uh, Economics and Chief Executive Officer of the Center for the Promotion of Private Enterprise, Dr. Muda Yusuf, said that CBN financing of the fiscal deficit would likely continue. Uh, The former DG of the LCCI said the government should align CBN financing of deficits strictly 
with the provisions of the CBN Act. The government should also review the foreign exchange policy regime to reduce distortions, eliminate arbitrage opportunities, minimize uncertainties, reduce exchange rate volatility to attract investments. Well, the rest of the reactions are there. Uh, this uh, morning, quite a number of options uh, have been uh, given to the uh, federal government. No option to borrowing. Uh, that's uh, Alfred Rwane. Uh, is of the opinion, Bismarck rather, <laughs> Bismarck Rwane, sorry, is of the opinion uh, that um, the only way to finance the deficit was to borrow. Nonetheless, he advised the government to borrow for the right purpose. The rest of it, there on the punch this morning. The lot of the dailies with the report, The Guardian, as I mentioned earlier, with the report as well, they say budget of growth raises doubt amid high debts low incomes is there on the tribune as well uh the reports on the uh, budget presentation well the uh, president expectedly presented the budget yesterday uh before the presentation there had been the debate as to uh the deficit and now we were going to fund it uh good for us on wednesday so it wasn't a shock yesterday on wednesday the minister of finance already gave an inkling uh, that uh, would be borrowing more uh, to fund the deficit uh, the talks about um, uh, we need to find other means uh, to do this other than borrowing, uh, they're there. But uh, for some experts, they look at it and say, well, if there's a deficit, the only way to get it done is to borrow. But the question is, what are you borrowing for? Uh, how well are you using what you're borrowing for? Which has always been the question about our borrowings over time. Yeah. The Nigerian citizens are not bothered much about budget presentation. It's mm -hmm. an annual thing. But this time, you see, I, I have listened to a lot of uh, economists yesterday, between yesterday and today, and they are concerned about this borrowing thing. Uh, the, the president put uh, the estimated cost of uh, total collectible revenue mm. to 17 point something trillion uh which means that we 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 expect more from revenue than what is supposed to be the expenditure but i don't know why are we borrowing again why is the government going for borrowing to fund the budget again if we are expecting much that's my 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 my, my opinion mm. then secondly uh, it, it puts the 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 dollar for Four point four hundred and ten dollar to to a naira. Is that possible? Four hundred and ten naira to a dollar. To a dollar mm. in in two thousand and twenty two. We are today. We are at uh, five hundred and five hundred and five dollars uh, to a, a naira. So is all these are estimations? All these are projections. Uh, when uh, it, it gets to the execution of the budget properly. I, I don't see us doing proper execution of the budget over time. This is the sixth year of this government. By next year, we'll be running to the seventh year of this government. We have been running budget deficit from the first year of this government till now. So when are we going to get it right? Mm. When are we going to get it right? To me, you see, the average Nigerian is not bothered by budget. What we want, what Nigerians want really is food on the table. All these put together by economists, by the Mr. President, National Assembly, how does it affect the, the man on the street? 
how does the budget affect the man on the street? That's the concern of Nigerians now. I listened to a lot of people yesterday. Last night, there was a program on radio where somebody was saying, we are not bothered about budget. What we, we, we are concerned about is how do food get to our table? That is what Nigeria wants. Uh, the, 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 the Minister for Finance came to say that they are still going to borrow more. Who is paying this debt? Will this government pay this debt before they leave or they're going to put this debt on the next well, government? Most likely not. It most likely would go on to the, to the next government, definitely. Definitely, yes. So, uh, to me, I, I think it, it, it is important that the Minister of Finance come forward to analyze this budget and let the public, the ordinary people on the street, not economists now, not the, 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 the people in government, but the ordinary man on the street want to know how this budget affects him, how this budget brings change to his home, to his family. That's what they are concerned about. Well, the um, uh, details of the budget... Uh, shows, as you mentioned, uh, based on the physical assumptions and parameters, totally federally collectible revenues estimated at 17.70 uh, trillion naira in 2022. Totally federally distributable revenue estimated at 12.72 trillion naira in 2022. While the total revenue available to fund the 2022 federal budget is estimated at 10.13 trillion naira. That explains uh, the budget deficit and uh, the need to look for another six trillion naira. Uh, the uh, oil revenue is projected at three point one six trillion. Non oil taxes estimated at two point one three trillion. Uh, federal government independent revenues projected to be one point eight trillion naira. Uh, the planned expenditure is there to look out for uh, this uh, morning. Um, the lot of the dailies have uh, you know breakdown of the president's speech and uh, the key parameters uh, from uh, the budget yesterday. Well, uh, as far as uh, this borrowing situation is concerned, uh, as you said, uh, there's there's not much uh, choice for Nigerians. It's a situation of the executive wants it, they go to the um, legislature. Uh, they give it to them. Incidentally, as far as this legislature is concerned, it's been a uh, come-get-it uh, situation. Although yesterday they said uh, that uh, the government needs to uh, take a look at the borrowing. Uh, some argued that might have been the first time as a National Assembly and not as individuals that they came out to say, maybe we're borrowing too much. Maybe we need to look at other options. But uh, we'd have to wait and see how it goes. Uh, the president spoke about the performance of the 2021 budget at his presentation as well. Is there any law of the dailies to look out for this morning? 16.39 trillion budget funding, sell refineries, moribund assets, reduced deficit, economists, National Assembly, tell Buhari, uh, they're on the punch uh, this morning. Uh, very uh, swiftly uh, this morning, the Premium Times, uh, they've got the report of the meeting of uh, the Anambra State Governor Willie Obiano with President Muhammad Buhari says, Buhari told me he's against state of emergency in Anambra. Uh, that's uh, Governor Obiano uh, speaking to State House correspondents after that meeting. According to him, I uh, said uh, that um, he met uh, the meeting with the President yesterday. They discussed the security situation in Anambra State and the November 7 election in the state. Their meeting came a day after the Attorney General of the Federation, Abubakar Melami, said the federal government was contemplating declaring a state of emergency in Anambra. After the meeting, 
Kenobi Anna told journalists that the president told him that it was against any state of emergency in the southeastern state. According to him, I just finished meeting with the president and I mentioned it and the president didn't suggest that. The president is firm. He wants a peaceful election in Anambra. He wants a free and fair election in Anambra. That's the president for you. But if people in his party are going around making insinuations, using his name to do things, the president clearly told me that he does not support that. Full stop. Like of the Obiano told journalists. Well, uh, Mr. Malami's statement came after the Federal Executive Council meeting. Uh, the issue now is, was it an answer to a question that was, apparently the question was put to him? Uh, he did say that the federal government would not leave any options out of the table. And he said if it has to, if they have to resort to declaring a state of emergency, they would not hesitate to do so. Because I was pointing out yesterday that the man... Yeah, for all the criticisms he get, that's uh, Mr. Melami, did not necessarily say we are going to enforce a state of emergency. It was a situation of if there is, uh, if they feel the state government is failing, uh, they would not hesitate <laughs> to, to uh, you know, explore the state of emergency option. Well, what do you make of all of these um, conversations and the reactions that have yeah, trailed? The, the first question I want to ask is, the state governors are not in charge of the military. They are not in charge of the police. Mm. So security situation in any state is in the hand of the federal government. So if he's saying the state government feels they declared a, a state of emergency in any state, it means that the federal government, the federal agencies, the agencies of gov federal government in charge of security had failed. You can't put the failure of security by the doorstep of any governor in this country because they don't control the security apparatus. They don't control the security uh, architecture of their state. Well, well, I've heard some people say that's, that's a convenient excuse, uh, saying that um, the governors have a way of controlling them when they want for some issues. Political. Okay. I want to tell you this. Malami came out to say that after immediately after the Federal Executive Council meeting, he came out to say, we are likely, it, it could be a, a cautionary uh, statement, statement to, 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 to ask the governor to brace up to his responsibilities in the state. Yes. It could also be a caution to politi politicians who ordinarily want the election to hold in Anambra State. They should also brace up to see that the, the security situation in their state is, uh, is, is better. Is better. Mm. Yes. I see one reason why Malami said that. But it is unfortunate that Malami has never come out to threaten Bonu, to threaten Kaduna, to threaten Kasina, to threaten Zamfara. We have had serious security situation worse than what we are having in Anambra State. Mm. Nigerians will read meaning to this. Nigerians will read tribal sentiments to this. There is the need to be, to, to be cautioned when we are making statements, particularly when it's coming from the chief law officer of the Federal Republic of Nigeria the attorney general of the federation you understand mm. so there's the need all the time in order to balance our unity as a country there's a need to be cautioned when you are making very very important statements such as declaring state of emergency mm. we had serious situations in Bonu for many years we had very bad situation when we were celebrating independence on, on, on the 1st of uh, October, people of Southern Kaduna, the Kajes, the, 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 they are celebrating, they are burying their body, bodies on the 1st of October. Mm -hmm. So, won't there be, why are you not declaring state of emergency in Kaduna? Why are you not thinking of state of emergency in Zamfara? So, I am not surprised that the governor 
took it upon himself to quickly meet with Mr. President. And from what he said, when he came out of the meeting with Mr. President, I think there is, there is clumsiness in the presidency. I don't. I, I want to use that word. There seems to be clumsiness. Sometimes some people come out. That's the feelings Nigerians are getting. Mm. Some people come out to say things that doesn't actually emanate from the staple of the of Mr. President. Maybe some people took Mr. President. Uh, I don't want to use a bad word. Uh, inefficiency or is not so active enough. So some people capitalized on that to say that the president said this. When you have lacuna in the in the seat of power, or maybe it's just their own cynical um, intentions. Or? Well, yes, it could be. But you see, when you, you even in an organization, in a small organization, when the leadership is weak, some strong men in the organization tend to do things mm. away from the central power. Mm. They do things on on their own. Mm. Even we, as MD of organizations, we see some powerful staff who will take some issues. Oga said okay. this. Okay. <laughs> All right, I see what you're suggesting. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's there on the dailies this uh, morning at the Premium Times uh, with that report. Says uh, President Buhari told me he's against state of emergency in Anambra. Uh, that's Governor Obiano. He had a meeting with the President yesterday following the statement by the AGF on Wednesday. We'll take a very quick pause and we'll return to talk about the PDP situation. They've decided to zone the chairmanship to the north. Uh, the former vice president Atiku Abubaka has been speaking about it as well. Don't go anywhere, please. Ade, oh, ma shi ojo shi e mo gege bi aro le idili e. O tu ojo meta ti ma me o ti fi a wante jisha adura e ronche. Tu ori kwe oko. Lati fi deta o lo shoshu e ronche si. Ah, olori, wala ko ribe o. Wo, ko si a wawi konkon o. O, toni ke, iwo nan le radata se lati kwe la anri orre a ti e bi. Pe lwe bwen e dek beta megabyte. Fun e ne konkon to oba kwe fun. Lori la nan e ta. Number 47, Olusha Gonshaba Aro. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976. Telephone line 0802-387-5069 and 0818-900-8912. Website www.showoba.com.ng. On social media, Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Email SOWKLTD at yahoo.co.uk. Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Let me go meet them today. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta this Friday. Wali Bakar is my name. I've been speaking uh, with my analyst this morning, Ariel Lashinek Bermi, uh, joining us for the first time on this uh, program. Uh, moving on very swiftly. Uh, the um, law of the dailies uh, with reports about uh, the People's Democratic Party, PDP, defers decision and presidency uh, zones chairmanship seat to North. 
Uh, that's on The Guardian this morning. Comes with riders zoning, not the solution to Nigeria's problems, says Atiku. Preaches fairness, justice at neck meetings. Akondos explains the reason for sustaining court case. Now, the People's Democratic Party has adopted the zoning of its national chairmanship position to the north, upholding recommendations of the governor, Ifan Uguayi-led zoning committee. However, it did not foreclose that the much-coveted 2023 presidency would be zoned to the south, as the party announced that a separate national executive committee meeting will be convened at a later date to discuss the report of the governor, Bala Mohamed-led committee, that had earlier recommended that the presidency be thrown open to all the six geopolitical zones of the country. This was the high point of the highly anticipated 94th NEC meeting that was held in Abuja yesterday. The NEC is the second highest decision-making body of the party. Now, briefing newsmen after the meeting, the National Publicity Secretary of the party, Kola Logbadio, said though there were discussions around the Bala Mohamed-led committee, we looked into reasons why the party lost the 2019 elections and the question of zoning of the 2023 presidential ticket. It was agreed that further discussions and decisions on the sub- subject should be left till another date. A report of the Ifan Uguay led committee on zoning, which was adopted yesterday, stated that the current offices being held by officers in the southern zones of the country, namely southwest, southeast, and south south, should swap places with the officers currently held by occupants from northwest, northeast, and not central zones. Some party members have expressed reservations about the recommendation and its implication for the presidential ambition of some northerners. Now, at a pre-event briefing, the chairman, uh, board of uh, trustees, Senator Walid Jibrin, had appealed to party leaders to put national interest and the party survival ahead of personal interest. Uh, the former vice president, Atiku Abubakar, uh, he says uh, that um, the PDP should pay less attention to where the president emerges from. According to him, where the president comes from has never been the problem of Nigeria, neither will it be the solution. Uh, there is no such thing as a president from southern Nigeria, a president from northern Nigeria. There is only one fact, a president of Nigeria for Nigeria and by Nigerians. Atiku will preach justice and fairness at the meeting, narrated how he took part of the in the drafting of the 99 constitution and later along with others resolved that the presidency should go to the southwest in 1999 to compensate the zone for the injustice it suffered well he had a lot more to say is there on the dailies presidency zoning means nothing to nigerians at tiku that's on the tribune uh, but the headline on the guardian says pdp defers decision on presidency zones chairmanship seat to north the riders are there Zoning, not the solution to Nigeria's problems, says Atiku, preaches fairness, justice at neck meetings, seconders explains reason for sustaining court case. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that um, this all zoning matter is not necessarily a for Nigerian situation. It's just the politicians uh, trying to decide, oh, which one of us is in power when this election comes. For Nigerians, it's a question of who is competent, who is going to do well. Although there is also that issue of um, everyone feeling a sense of uh, belonging. Uh, the North has been the president, let the South be the president. But let's look at the implications of the decision yesterday. Uh, there are some people that are quick to say, oh, they've zoned the chairmanship to the North. It means this, uh, the president uh, will be from the South. Uh, when you put that side by side with the request or the... Uh, the, is it, I don't want to say request now because the southern governors were emphatic saying it has to come from the south. But there is also the fact that they say, well, we'll have another meeting to discuss that. So what it means is at that meeting, they could also say, well, let's have the chairmanship back to the south and have the president to the north. So just as predicted by some, the PDP, they're still holding their cards to their chest. There's no certainty 
as to what will happen as far as that very much talked about presidential ticket? Yeah, the PDP is the oldest political party in Nigeria. At the moment? At the mm -hmm. moment, because all other parties, they started together, have either changed their names, mm. do some alignments and uh, some matches here and there. So whatever decision is taken in the PDP should attract attention from Nigerians because it means that whether we like it or not, they, they, they probably may come back to power. Mm. So that being said, I think in this country today, what is going on is why zoning issue of zoning is coming back we have multi ethnics in this country but fortunately the present government in the country has been one-sided in a way so people want presidency back to the south back to the north stay in the north and all that should not be the concern of nigerians competency is what nigerians want nigerians want a good president that when nigerians voted chief mk wabiola in 1993. Nigerians did not look at the sentiments of uh, religion, uh, religion ethnicity. ethnicity, and all that. Mm. In this country, I, I marvel at what is happening now. Something crept into our political situation in this country, and we did not take note of it. Latif Kaori Jakonde was the governor of Lagos State. He was a Muslim. Rafiu Jafujo was his deputy. He was a, a, a Muslim. In Oyo State, Bolaige was governor. B.C. Akonde was his deputy. Uh, Sunday Afolabi was his first deputy. They were both Christians. Nobody was looking at it. Even in Kaduna, Balarabe Musa, Abba Musa Rimi, they were both Muslims. Now, nobody cared. But in the in, 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 suddenly, this thing started coming. It started in the north. It crept into the south. Only in the southeast, where we have just Christian, Christian, and all that. But here, if you choose a Christian in Ogun State, we don't used to have it. We used to have, if you choose a Christian, a Christian, uh, B.C. Onobanjo was a Christian. Sesson Soluade, Chief Sesson Soluade, was a Muslim, a Christian. And they both ruled Ogun State, and their legacies are there. But suddenly, a Daniel will come, a Saramo to Baduru will be there, a this will be there. All these crap. And then we our, begin to think about be, religion, be, maybe gender as well. Genders <laughs> and religion. And that's why zoning is becoming part and parcel of our political life. It shouldn't be. Competency should be. PDP, yes, they've zoned to the, the chairmanship to the north. But that does not foreclose anything. It's just the beginning. Politics is all about shifting grounds. When the nitty-gritty gets there, they will shift ground. I am very certain that you will see that PDP will come up later to say that the, the presidency has been thrown open because the powerful ones in PDP are in the north. Well, um, is there on the Love the Dailies this uh, morning? Uh, Chairmanship PDP governors insist on North Neck adopt zoning report. That's the punch. Southeast governors elite can't decide Igbo's fate. IPOP replies Umai. Remember that uh, Governor Umai, after that uh, meeting of the Southeast governors, had said that they were ready to clamp down on those uh, uh, wreaking havoc uh, in the region, especially ahead of uh, the Anambra Guba elections and of course uh, those that have been saying there will be no elections in Igbo land or Biafra land as they've been calling it. Uh, the Tribune says Joesu, Alpha Strike, Federal Government Implements Read Agreement, Constitutes Seven-Man Committee to Adjust Conhess uh, there to look out for. Uh, that probably explains uh, why the Joint Health Sector Unions did not start their strike as they said. I remember I had said that uh, it was a suggestion that there had been advanced talks uh, with uh, the federal government. Well, it's there on uh, some of the dailies. 
uh, this morning. Over 1,900 Nigerian travelers found with possible false COVID-19 negative results. That's uh, Professor Yewali Tomori. Uh, he says that in the last five months, more than 1,900 Nigerian travelers were found to be COVID-19 positive on arrival at their international destinations, including UK, Ghana, and Mali, despite negative results before departure from the country. Well, speaking at the 2021 Health Week of the Nigerian Union of Allied Health Professionals, NUAP, at the UCH Ibado chapter, where he said, I number of positive results recorded by international health authorities outside the country implied that some Nigerians were falsifying COVID-19 test results. Well, didn't we know? Uh, we knew there was <laughs> there was something happening. We've, we've heard of so many interesting cases. There's been a lot of um, fraudulent activities surrounding this whole COVID testing, especially for uh, those traveling out and all of that. Uh, even inbound uh, passengers, some of them make those arrangements even before they get to Nigeria and they just come in and do whatever they want. Well, um, Nigerians traveling to UK no longer need pre-departure COVID-19 tests, self-isolation. That's the UK government is there as well. Uh, just before we uh, get to talk to you very quickly. Uh, the pen pushing newspapers uh, with some stories. Uh, the uh, Guild of Online Publishers, they had their conference yesterday. Uh, well, they've had a lot of events this week. I did mention that sometimes uh, this week. United Nations tasks online publishers on panacea to stop fake news. Now, the UN Information Center on Thursday called on Guild of Corporate Online Publishers to team up with the center in fighting fake news and hate speech which is almost becoming a norm across the globe. Permission reports that the National Information Officer of the United Nations Information Center, Dr. Sheishore Meko, made the call in his goodwill message at the fifth annual conference of the Guild of Corporate Online Publishers held at the Sheraton Hotels in Lagos. Now, the veteran journalist pointed out that the two bodies have areas of shared vision that is to promote freedom of expression and freedom of press, stressing that the online publishers should invest in fact-checking websites. Uh, in his words, I call on G- GoCop, to retool, revitalize, and expand its membership base to accommodate other players in online publication. Fake news festers online. The fight to counter it must be online. GoCop should invest in fact-checking websites. Fact-checking websites need to be increased to counter speed of fake news. Shoremeko emphasized. Well, the rest of it is on the Pempushing newspapers. United Nations tasks online publishers on panacea to stop fake news. Uh, that's a major issue. And like he said, it happens online. Uh, last week, Friday, uh, we were here. Uh, I think it was Mr. I know was with me. We were listening to the president's speech when he spoke about Twitter, uh, saying oh, there's, uh, if Twitter is willing to meet some recommendations. And there was a news flash on my phone. Buhari leaves Twitter suspension. And, and you know, uh, you, you just begin to wonder so quickly. It was there. And there were a lot of people already talking about it until uh, they later found out, oh, the president said, if certain conditions were met. Well, I will take one last pause and talk to you via the phone lines in a moment. Don't go anywhere, please. A de oh ma shi oju she mo gege bi arole idili e o tu oju meta ti mame o ti fi awon atejise adura iranse tori pe o ko lati fi data olososu iranse si ah olori ya ra ko ri be o wo ko si awawi kankan o o to ni ke iwo na le ra data si lati pin laarin ore ati ebi pelu ebun edegbeta megabyte fun enikan kan to ba pe fun lori ilana airtel family plan tester 141 hash bayi lati janfani yi airtel the smartphone network
Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. The numbers are 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. And 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Uh, you were saying something about the iPop situation while we're on the break. Yes. You see, I am surprised that the uh, South governors. governors are not doing what they should do. There's no Southeastern governor that did not campaign about marginalization. Mm. That, especially those who are in APC, when they were campaigning, they were telling their people, vote for us, so that when we go to the center, we'll make sure that marginalization is not a uh, part of uh, what mm. is happening in the Southeast anymore. But today, the IPOP people are on one side, the governors and the elites and the other side. They are supposed to work together. If the governors continue with this threat that they are issuing, I am telling you, the election may hold. The IPOP and other agitators will go into the trenches, they will go and they launch, and when the elections are over, they will come back to the streets. And so so have you'd rather have them dialoguing? Dialogue. Mm. All right. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Good morning. Wale. Yes, good morning. Good morning. You have a Solomon on the line. All right, good to have you join us. Um, you see, this issue of zoning of no zoning. Um, the former vice president was saying uh, what Nigeria needed is uh, competent. Hmm. We are competent no day for Nigeria. Look, in as much as I'm waiting for those people who have been accused in the president for nepotism, that uh, most of the people that they appointed, they are from the north. I'm waiting for them now. Because when you are talking about fear, fairness and justice, look, the power should shift to the south. I don't know which area in the south. Mm. It should not go back. Look, we have competent people in the uh, in south here. So also we have competent people in the north. In okay. Because who have been accusing uh, uh, Mr. President for nepotism, he's appointing his own. I'm waiting for what they are going to say. Now tell me that, that the president should be shifted to the north. Again. All right, so so where, where, is, where, where is that uh, uh, balance in here? All right, so thank you. All right, thank you very much. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning, Wale. Good morning. morning. My guest in the house. My name is Honorable Jaji. I'm a Jacobin from the People's Parliament. And let me know. Wale, it's very sad when you try to understand what people, you know, go through necessarily during this COVID-19 test or whatever they are coming from other countries or probably when they're about to go out. I mean, some people are there to really frustrate and you have even discouraging them from even coming home. There was one, you know, a video clip that I read, I mean, that I saw sometimes where in Nigeria was crying, like, I think the guy came from Sweden or whatever. Uh, people need to be very careful, not them to give Nigeria problems. They have had a lot of, they have already bastardized the name of the country, outside the country that you are not even still taking and marketing your people that are, God bless you too. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. I like you a little bit nice, my name. I'm calling from Mr. Kali in the district. All right, quickly, sir. The issue of PBT, I want you to understand that one thing is that they are, they are looking for the way just to come back to the Something. That is Isn't that what any party would do? That is their zone. That is their zone. But this should not be budget. Mr. President should look inward. The running force 
from the presidency. Can't put something in just two months. You can't continue like this. Just put us in death, so on. And then there are some other guys. Even the issue of the banality that you can not turn to the fighting fight should be so low. Government has no hands in this thing. There's no way you can do it. You can't maintain it. It's not possible. Yeah. You can't maintain this subsidy life you are doing. You are running. It's, you are, it's, it's not possible for us. So on the issue of the security of the the Balamese. Hello? Hello? Wow, we lost that call. Uh, we'll, we'll do one more. Um, I'm, I'm hearing where I'm Okay, I don't have a break. Okay, yeah, all right, good morning. morning. Yeah, quickly. Yeah, good morning, Mr. Wale and uh, the guest. Good morning. I want to this I think uh, this is the that we are. Uh, normally, my assumption is this that the military era, they are not good in accountability. For this democratic setting that we are now, I sometimes I feel ashamed that what is really going on, that a particular democratic setting has been that he has spent almost all our money, and what is just doing more at home, and they create something to make money, set money, in that or service body. That is just absolutely all right, good morning. I could sense the emotions. Thank you. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wale. Hey, good morning. Please turn on the volume on your radio. Move away from it. Thank okay, you. I'm, I'm out of it. All right, quickly. Just hold. Yeah, engineer, nothing from your back speaking here. All right. Uh, concerning the uh, what Malami said, it's high time we started holding our people from uh, Malami to, to, to his uh, account, to whatever statement he's saying. He's the same, same person that is comparing uh, uh, part dealers to, 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 to cartorialers, and he has to watch whatever he wants to say. And declaring a Hello? Wow. Okay, we lost the call, oh, but we got your message. Um, so Mr. Mami has to watch what he says. All right, um, we'll see whether we can squeeze in some more phone calls. But Facebook, uh, very quickly, there are quite a number of your contributions there. Adam Dowd, thank you for your message. I'm sure Dowd as well. Oh, thank you. Well, Bami Kole Moedin says, Good morning. On the defeat Nigeria suffered in the hands of Central Africa Republic yesterday, although anything can happen in football, but on this case, those that are in charge will cover their faces in shame. The code they employed is not a great a coach, but because of what the officials in charge would gain, uh, they employed him. There is corruption everywhere in my country. My concern is how we are going to come out from this mess. God will help us. I, I don't know what I, I, I understand when you talk about corruption, but come on. The man has been winning some games. Yeah. How is it that when he loses a game, we begin to say he's not great A? Uh, we, it's, it's been third at the Cup of Nations, yeah. and um, we've qualified to a couple of tournaments yes. You know, without dropping well, that, points. Roy, yeah. mm. Well, I don't know, but I um, think I think it's the Lagos crowd. I don't want uh, the Super Eagles to play in Lagos. For why? Now. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, when the Super Eagles play in Lagos, they seem to be under pressure. Yeah, but the if Lagos you can't handle the pressure, very very agitated. Immediately, you are not playing fantastic football. The Lagos crowd will go back from <laughs> supporting you. Wow. Well, um, Albert Adi Jaradeu he says when Atiku made the sincere and genuine intentions to sell the refineries, these are the same set of people that called for his head and believed in the lies of the APC. Before I get 
crucified. I'm not a politician and there's no intent to be one. Okay. Zachariah Luba says, I'm urging the federal government, let this budget serve as a budget of revival, redeeming, budget of relief and new hope. May the living Lord deliver us from borrowing. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Um, this one, he says, Central Africa Republic 1, Nigeria 0, on our own land. Incredible. What a mess. Well, we've been beating some people on their land, so... <laughs> Um, careless borrowing is a method of putting the nation in bondage he goes on to say now Hilary Godson says Governor Obiano going to the president is coming a bit late at a time the army's presence is already on ground in the Anambra state APC has concluded plans on how to take over the state either way unfortunately the present governor of the state went to sleep there are some people that look at the situation and think it's political uh, the PDP they also allege that the, the, the old state of emergency talk is all part of the APC's uh, big I'm, plan yeah. <laughs> to I'm win plan. the election um, Bami Kolim Good morning. On the issue of budget presented by President Buhari, I see that budget as a joke. How can they put dollar at 410 naira in 2022 with the present reality? I see these borrowing as a way to put those that are coming after them in problem. It says we have a lot of professors that are economists in this country and we are behaving like this. Larry Lakom, in as much as I oppose imposition of emergency rule in Anambra. Uh, state has been threatened by Mr. Malami. A popular maxim says, he who wants to come to equity must come with clean hands. Governor Obiano and his predecessor, Mr. Obi, failed to conduct local government for almost 20 years. Uh, have they not put local government in a state of emergency with their inglorious acts? In the same vein, our Indig will never see anything wrong in the gruesome killings of people in the southeast, but was quick to condemn imposition of emergency in Anambra uh, state. If there is need for it, he says, what a sheer hypocrisy. All right, Atiku's statement is just because of his personal ambition to run for the presidential election in 2023. <laughs> uh, it's patently obvious that the president's administration has dragged and still dragging Nigeria backward economically. I'm afraid who will pay the debt. Federal, if federal government still continue borrowing, God bless Nigeria. We'll squeeze in one more. Good morning, or two maybe. Hello. Good, yes, good morning. Good morning, Wallace. Good morning. Good morning to our guests. Abayam is my name. I'm calling from Abelokuta. Who threw federalism in hell? Who democracy help? Who zoning help? These people, they are concerned about themselves. How does all these things they are talking about bring food to the table of the common man? When they are not favored, that is when they will be talking about marginalization. Somebody said in the in one of the texts that in Anambra State, for years now, they have not conducted local government election. And you expect the federal government to do what you have refused to do to your own people. We should think twice. Politicians will always be politicians. But our own case in Nigeria is extremely peculiar. Good morning. All right, good morning. Thank you. I think we'll leave it there this morning as far as the calls are concerned. Uh, many thanks to a lot of you who joined us on Facebook. Quite a number of contributions. Many of you saying good morning. Good morning to you. So thank you very much. All right, thank you really for your contributions this morning. I've been speaking with our uh, Lashini Egbeyemi this morning. Thank you for your contributions. I appreciate it. Thank Turned you, out to be a good one. Thank <laughs> you very much. I'm sure we'll have you again. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for investing your time with us. That's the program this Friday. That's the program this week, actually. Freshly pressed returns Monday, God willing. Wally Bakar is my name. Fresh, Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Uh, you can send your messages there at one Wally Bakari across all social media platforms. I'm always keen to hear from you, your feedbacks, your contributions, as far as a lot of these talks are concerned. Do enjoy your Friday. Please be safe. Good morning. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. 
star five 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 star pin ash. Baba Jani, kini gong, utu tin shiron jari. Star five 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 star pin ash. Hey, mukbe. E wo tun star 555 star pin hash. Oh, from the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all-in-one. You can listen live, watch us live, 